Hello and welcome to the Home Care Pod, your local resource when considering care. Now introducing the Home Care Ladies, Laura Gillian and Audra Bidwell, at your service. Well, hello everyone and welcome back to the Home Care Pod. We are your Home Care Ladies. I'm Laura. And this is Audra. Laura, how you been? Long time no see. I've been doing pretty well. Like, I can't believe that's just the years just going by so fast and, um, and we're busy and we're, you know, having fun and nothing exciting really, but just having fun. How about you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Summer is well underway in the Bidwell home. Um, kids last day of school is Friday. We spent a day at the Hyatt Regency hotel doing some water sliding to celebrate. Um, and we're getting ready to head on a little road trip for a couple weeks, uh, take the kids um, and do something. Finally, feeling a little confident. Joe and I are both vaccinated. The kids are mask masters. So <laughs> we're feeling good about heading west and seeing the country. That's so cool. Yeah. I'm sure you and everyone else was at the Hyatt Regency over yeah. Memorial Day. <laughs> it's very busy. It was very busy, but a lot of fun. Yeah. And honestly, I can't believe it's already summer again, but it sure does feel like it here in Southwest Florida. I know. It really does. Um, being, you know, saying that, it, it occurred to me that yesterday, June 1st, is the official start of hurricane season. Um, yeah. So uh, we thought maybe today would be a really good time for us to talk through some um, tips and ideas on how to um, keep a senior loved one safe and prepared as we go into hurricane season. It's something to think about. Oh, absolutely. You know, I've lived here since 2003 and we have had some crazy weather over that time. And I'll never forget in 2004 when Charlie came through, it was super tough and scary for me who knew nothing about hurricanes. Um, and at that point, cell phone service was so different than it is today. Um, it was hit or miss. We had no idea how our clients and caregivers were, let alone our loved ones couldn't get in touch with us. And um, it was it was pretty scary. So, um, and Audra, I, I believe Irma was your first major hurricane here in Florida. And I know you learned a lot from that experience. I sure did. We, yes, uh, Irma was my first hurricane experience. Um, I'm hopeful that we never have one again, but I know that's Amen. not realistic. Um, Let's hope for that. Yeah, I mean, we went into it feeling pretty confident. And then as the days got closer and closer, um, a little unnerving. Uh, I ended up evacuating pretty soon, like midweek with the kids. So Joe was left behind, unfortunately, to do all of the major house closing up and, and help closing up his house, his parents' house, our Punta Gorda office, and then the other two offices. So he had his hands full. I think he was happy mm -hmm. we were kind of out of his hair. Um, but, you know, gosh, what a crazy event. And, you know, I have to say that from a business perspective, I was really thankful for our phone system and mm -hmm. our ability to unplug our handsets and kind of evacuate and plug back in and people could call our phone numbers. And it was like, we weren't even gone. So that was a really huge, huge win um, from a business perspective. Um, Absolutely. You know, personally, we went through about 10 days without power, which, you know, I was not anticipating, but apparently where I, my neighborhood was low man on the totem pole. Hmm. Um, but there was also some really awesome things that came out of it. Um, a big sense of community, which I thought was just amazing how people were helping neighbors, helping neighbors kind of, uh, 
I know my husband went with his his Land Rover. He was feeling like a mountain man and Land Rover and a chainsaw kind of going from client to client, yep. chopping wood and stacking wood and, you know, helping people kind of unearth their driveways so they could get their cars out. Um, I remember a couple of our caregivers who at the beginning of the storm were adamant that they were not evacuating. In fact, they were sticking around um, mm -hmm. to take care of the people that they take care of. And many of them, I know a couple of them would took their clients to hotels and just said, yep. I'm going to stay there with them, you know, whatever, whatever it takes, I'm, I'm going to do. So that was something really cool that, that mm -hmm. uh, came out of a kind of a tough situation. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I was just telling that story today to, to, to someone that we had one client and caregiver combination that stayed together for 15 days, which is just amazing. So, yeah. um, you know, I know there are a lot of people who live here in Southwest Florida and have lived here a long time who wouldn't dream of leaving their home during a hurricane. When I sign people up, they mention that to me. It's like a badge of honor, like we're never leaving. And then they tell me how many hurricanes they've lived through and, and how the, they're just going to stay through the next one. And um, But that being said, I think it's super important that we help these sweet seniors be prepared. So Audra, talk to me a little bit about hurricane kits and what they are, why they're important, what should be included. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of stuff to, t to think through for a hurricane, especially for a senior. You know, many times when when a storm strikes, the unfortunate truth that it's the elderly and those that have special needs that really tend to suffer the most because, you know, there's they have extra things that they need to prepare for. So, right. um, you know, kind of thinking through what's my exit strategy? Where am I going to go? Um, and then having a backup to that exit strategy. I know there's multiple um, places where we have um, we have shelters in the area, and then we also have um, special needs shelters too. So thinking through what you know what your your needs are, and and then getting yourself registered for that appropriate um, mm -hmm. that special needs shelter just in case you know you should need it. Um, and then, like you said, this this hurricane kit I had, I was so ill-prepared. I'm so glad that I evacuated because I was so ill-prepared. Um, I know that right away, everybody and their brother swamps the target and takes all the water. So, you know, like keeping a, a supply of, of those things, water, um, like a gallon per person, some non-perishable food items. They usually say around three days um, or if you're taken off and like two weeks of food if you're staying in your home. You know, those things that make sense, flashlight, hand crank radios, extra batteries, first aid kits, medication. This is a big one for seniors too, like thinking mm -hmm. through that medication. Many of our, our seniors have daily meds that they need to take. So thinking ahead on how do I get that prescription filled for a week or two in the event that, you know, we're, we're going to kind of have to hunker down for a little bit. Um, you know, there's nothing worse than, than getting in a situation where you can't go somewhere and you need your medication. Um, that right. becomes stressful. Um, just thinking through hygiene products, things like, you know, pads and, and those things that we need to, you know, kind of live day to day. And then, you know, technology wise, if we have a cell phone, having it charged, maybe having battery backups. I know I've got a couple of those little lipstick battery um, backups that we keep around here just in case. And then, you know, family and emergency contact information on hand in the event that someone needs to be contacted for you. Um, Many of our seniors don't have family that live in the area. Um, many times those family members do come down and, and take their, 
loved one north or come down and stay with them. But sometimes that's not really feasible. And so, um, you know, we need to have contact information so that if something were to happen, we know who to reach out to. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's a lot of things to kind of think through. And, um, luckily I've created, uh, a, a blog series that I have posted on our blog, which I'll put a link to here in this podcast, um, description that, gets into a little bit more detail about some of these things to think through. Um, you know, have you ever considered registering with FPL, a Florida Power and Light, if you have, um, you know, oxygen machines or, you know, registering yourself as a priority service um, mm -hmm. so that they know that you are on oxygen and they need to come and restore your power. So things like that are all linked in here. Um, and also links to our Lee Collier and Charlotte County emergency management locations, hurricane guides, their general shelters, special needs shelters, evacuation zones, evacuation routes. I went through it all um, just because it's very important. We live in Southwest Florida. This is kind of what happens. And yep. Part of the paradise is planning for the crazy too. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I know it sounds like a lot, but once you get that physical kit together, put in a waterproof bin, you should be good to go and it's ready in there when you need it. Um, so physical preparedness is super important, but also talking through your plan is really also necessary. Every time I go to sign up clients, I ask them what their plan is in the case of a mandatory evacuation. And you would be surprised to hear, even though we're in Southwest Florida, how many people have no plan. Yeah, agreed. Um, for those of our listeners who live out of the area but ha have, have uh, family members here, definitely talk to them. See what their plan is, what they would prefer to do. Um, ask them what they plan to do if they need to evacuate and, and set something up that's great together. I know we, like Laura said, when we sign up a new client, we talk through that with them. And we go through every year and, and update those plans because things change. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, keeping on top of that stuff is really important. They always say, what, spend an hour on the front end, you'll save 10 on the back. This is one of those situations where you want to spend the time on the front end because it's going to be super um, helpful um, in the event something happens. Definitely. And Audra mentioned this, but in Florida, and I'm sure everywhere, there's emergency management websites for each county. It's got so much information about disaster planning. Also, um, if you need to register for special needs shelter, all the rules, all of that can be done online. Um, so spend some time familiarizing yourself with those websites to ensure that you know how to help your loved one proceed should it be necessary. Yeah. Um you know, we know hurricanes can be scary and planning for them can be a little overwhelming and somewhat difficult. Um, but, you know, if you're out there listening and you're feeling a little overwhelmed, feel free to reach out to us at home instead. We've we've been doing this for a while and we can definitely point you in the right direction um, and, you know, talk you through what your plan is so that you know that you're safe or if you have a loved one down here that they're safe as well. So, yeah, absolutely. So happy hurricaning, everybody. <laughs> So I'm just praying for a really safe and quiet season. Yeah, me too. Me too. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in. Um, if you need to reach us, feel free to call us anytime. 239-596-2030. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the Home Care Pod with Laura and Audra, your home care ladies. To learn more about home care or a career as a caregiver, please visit our website at www.homeinsteadswfl.com or call us at 239-226-0007.